What up, everybody? We back. We back for another one. It's the Nation of Podcation podcast. It's the People's Podcast. The People's podcast. Thank you, world. We love you for the support that you've been giving us. Whether you listen to us in the car or in your headphones or all in between, thank you and continue to show that thank love you, and support. You. Check us out on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Like, follow, subscribe at InPodcation on Twitter and Nation of Podcation on Facebook and Instagram. We always interact with our fans and never too good to follow back. Rolling toast forever the host, I'm O'Shea. I'm here with the self-proclaimed people's champ, John B. Yo, yo, yo. And straight from the hip with the cannon, Shannon. What's happening? Hot topics, hot takes, ready to debate. We have a top Top five, top five, top five, top five, top five stand-up comedians. What's going on tonight, fellas? What's up, what's up, what's up, yo? What's going on? Ready to get this list in, ready to get it in. Shannon, how you doing, sir? Oh, man, this is one I've been waiting on. The fans have been going nuts over their top five so i'm ready to get it going what about you oh uh, i'm ready i'm ready did a little research on this topic so i'm ready to give y'all these blues tonight yeah a little research uh, okay here we go shots early shots <laughs> early uh shout out to blindside for the beach blindside. mud or uh, beats much love uh much appreciated we appreciate those send those in we're gonna keep using those uh, recap from last week's episode, Area 51. So I'm going to say shout out to all my conspiracy theorists. We had about 90% of our fans vote and say that there was they were something there that they were hiding at Area 51 more than documents. So, fellas, mm-hmm. any final comments on the Area 51? I'm Show. still uh, holding my stance. I do not, I repeat, I do not want to no. ever go and see what's in there. I'm no, cool. I don't don't want to know uh no hey forget what y'all talking about i want to know what's going on there i want to know what's going down i want to know what's happening i I just want to know you know um another thing um so with the uh, other topic that we did last week about the uh the mass shootings uh heard a lot of stuff like guns mental health video games bullying they've all been used to describe the uh reasons why the mass shootings happened last weekend Guys, any final thoughts on that? From uh, to summarize, what up? You know what we've heard since uh, the initial uh, drop. I would say uh, still prayers go out to yeah. those that have lost someone or someone that's gotten injured. Hopefully, you have a speedy recovery and everything works out for you and your family. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't like put a reason outside of the fact that this guy, these people had actual motives and that's what it is it's not video games it's not no, anything it's definitely else not video games. they've been trying to use that excuse for everything that goes wrong in this country they try to blame it on a video game and it's not it's the problem is, is that it's it's you know there's multiple issues you know and there's multiple solutions to the problem it's not going to be one thing that's going to you know curtail all these problems that we're you know we've been having so see my thing is why can't the dude just be crazy you know what i mean like why can't he just be crazy i mean he was a white nationalist racist uh why can't he just be crazy i mean america doesn't call you know the hanging and torturing of you know all the black citizens from that went through slavery and civil rights they don't call that mental health issues so why why we have to label him a mental health patient or make a video game as an excuse dude is crazy he doesn't like the race that he targeted so that's what he did plain and simple 
I'm not making excuses for him or, or, or nobody that does stuff like that. He was foul. He deserves to die. He deserves to rot. He deserves whatever punishment in hell he has coming towards him. So that's how I feel about that. Uh, now on a much lighter note, let's get to the uh, top five personal favorite comedians. Yes, yes. Fellas, how would you feel about putting your list together? Well, I will say that the uh, I'm glad that we put in there that uh, the stipulation is that they have to do stand-up because a lot of the comics, um, I think, kind of took a break from it, but you still go back and, and revisit some of those moments. And on top of that, some of the uh, the comics that we have in here went on to do a lot more for that genre than just stand-up uh, like stand comics. Right, right, agree. John B., anything to add about putting your list together? Uh, it, it was tough. few names crept in at the last second, had to do some reshuffling around, so... But I'm ready. I'm ready to get it in. Let's do it, fellas. Definitely, definitely. Well, we're going to go ahead and start it off. Shannon, kick us off. Chat me up. Number five on your personal favorite list. Uh, number five, Adam Sandler. Okay. okay. Uh, the man is still, I mean, he's not as relevant as he once was, but he is still relevant to this day. Um, he signed a, a pretty lucrative Netflix deal, which he came actually back um, out of retirement and did a, a few live shows and put them all together. Uh, one of the favorite ones, uh, segments from that Netflix stand-up that I even use when I'm closing up the store is Phone Keys Wallet. He put it into a song. It was all over Facebook. It was dope to me. Um, I do that shit before I go any place, before I leave the house or anything. Exactly. Phone, keys, wallet. Those are the three things I got to make sure I have. And let's not like get into, you know, well, let's get into uh, from where like he really got popping. I mean, he had a couple uh, pieces on the Cosby Show as one of Theo's friends in the locker room. Early. Um, then he went into like his own like stand up when he was doing like the local uh, comedy shows like in New York, a couple in L.A., and then he uh, went into Saturday Night Live, where he met a lot of his friends that he uses in some uh, of his movies that you see um, still to this day. Um, and then let's not get into the movies. The movies, to me, is what, like, I can still go back and watch a lot of the films that he had, um, all the way into some of the corny ones that he puts on Netflix. I still get a laugh out of them, even though oh, they're, yeah. they're definitely not as great as what he once was. No, no. Um, but not I still... Adam Sandler, for me, I'm always going to, anything that he puts out, I'm, I'm at least going to give it a watch. That's that's my number five. Definitely. John B., how you feeling about his number five? Um, I'm, I'm not totally surprised. I mean, after I give it some thought, he did have some, I mean, even his Christmas uh, cartoon movie that he came well, no, down. Oh, that was tears. I forget what Crazy was Eight Nights. Crazy Eight yeah, that was, that was tears. I mean, a lot of stuff, you know, he's been in, I've liked uh, Bulletproof with Damon Wayans and you know, and all the you know all of the classic movies, Mr. Deeds and stuff like that. So, Deeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah, rock so. with Adam Sandler. He was he's probably slept on. I probably didn't give him enough thought as I should have, but uh, he didn't make my top five. So whatever. Yeah. John B. Chat me up. Go ahead and give me your uh, number five. This is probably gonna piss a few people off, but I really don't care. But at my number five on the personal favorite list is Martin Lawrence. Okay. Yeah. So um, I remember just being young and you know trying to stay up, you know playing the whole TV game with the folks, trying to stay up late so I could watch that comedy jam. Always. And watch him go ham on there. I mean, he'd kill the audience. He'd kill other comedians. He. We just killed everybody. And then, of course, we all know about how classic the Martin show is still to this day. 
um, you know, all the classic episodes on there, and then the movies, you know, he did the stand-up thing with You So Crazy, and um, like I said, with all the movies too, so he definitely represents um, number five on my list, Martin Lawrence, fellas, what you thinking? Go ahead, Shannon, chat us up. I'm going to save my uh, comments for later. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold him close to the chest. Uh, <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. I, I'm not holding him close to my chest, by the way. This uh, man is here. We go. One. Here we go. Here we go. Here, now, here Martin. Go. I like. Uh, I like Martin. Uh, he was close to making my list. Uh, he definitely probably would be number six on my list. He, I mean, is a legend. Like I said, from the stand-ups, the run, tell that, the you so crazy. The TV show, the, all the different characters he played on his TV show, all of his movies from, you know, Bad Boys to, you know, pretty much anything that he's been in, uh, he's been a, a legend. So, shout out to Martin. Uh, I, I, I'm with you on uh, Martin. Um, so, my number five, we're going to go ahead and uh, kick it right off. I'm going to get uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, he was my number five. I mean, I like the topics he talks about, for one. Uh, everyday life, uh, marriage, parenting, pop culture. Um, he's hilarious. You know, his stand-ups, you know, I've seen him twice live. He's one of my favorite stand-up comedians, period. Not to mention all the movies he's been in from, you know, Scary Movie 3 to Soul Plane, uh, The Secret Life <laughs> of uh, Ple uh, Pets, Jumanji, Night School, Get Hard. Come on, man. You know Soul Plane is one of those classic hood movies. Everybody had that on bootleg when it came out <laughs> with the plane with the spinners. That was a that was a classic. So Shannon, hey, Shannon, you smell that? <laughs> what some bullshit? Yeah, that's, 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 that's some right, down to the ground go. crown coming. Well, maybe, Kevin but. Hart. Ah, okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the fans on the internet got to say about Kevin Hart. Not even making y'all's list. So, what y'all feeling about uh Kevin Hart? I feel like also he can be funny with anybody. It doesn't matter who you put him with. Co-star, he's gonna yeah. bring the best out out of all of them. So chat me up. Go ahead, throw your shots, your hater moves, whatever you got for me tonight. Well, I was cool with you rolling with this until you said Soul Plane is one of those classic hood <laughs> Soul Plane ain't a classic hood movie. Hell you, no. you trying to tell me you didn't have that on bootleg? Soul, Everybody had that no, on bootleg. Soul Plane did. almost ruined that man's career. Oh, Let, man. Let's just be real. Like, that movie was trash. trash. Everyone that Trash was compactor. in it doesn't even did, bring it up into their I, resume. Did I say it was a box office thriller? I said it was a classic hood movie. I didn't say it was a box off smash. I didn't say it was the Titanic or nothing like that. I said it was a hood classic I'm just saying, that when you, you had bootlegged. When That's you what lead, I said. When you lead with, with his some. movies, with Scary Movie 3 and, <laughs> and Soul Plane. Well, what are you I'm starting on? at the beginning of his career. Okay, cool. Just, just end, skip past right? that, though. Ah. I'm pretty sure Kevin Hart does not want you to mention Soul Plane and Scary Movie 3 as the jump off for him being what he is now. I mean, if you go from where he started to where he's at now, the man is doing his thing. You feel me? So He's definitely doing his thing. I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, he's definitely <laughs> paved the way like with his stand-ups. He's definitely came in and killed it. You know, some legendary lines in that. So, I mean, I feel you. You know, Kevin Hart, I mean, is, you know, he is a, you know, a legend in the game or whatever. But you did kind of lead off with Soul Played <laughs> and Scary Movie 3. Like, those were the. I mean, that's where you started at. That's why I'm, I, I keep mean, okay. I keep my shit chronological. Okay, you feel you're on me? The I'm on to my chronological okay. shit tonight. You okay, feel me? I feel you. <laughs> all right, all right. That's what's up. All right, number four, Shannon, chat me up. Number four. This one was a tough one for me, but then I had to look at 
all the people that he put on after the fact is Keenan Ivory Wayans. So basically with him, <laughs> here we go. Here we go with the hate. Listen, listen okay. to it first though. All right, all right, so, so him and Robert Townsend, another classic uh, comedian, both got their start back in uh, long before we was born. Yeah, Meteor Man, let's go. <laughs> so some of my- You talk about the, Soul Plane, you bring up Meteor Man, let's go. Okay, you brought up Meteor Man. But anyway, <laughs> Robert Townsend, keep it going. So they started with their uh, classic film, uh, Hollywood Shuffle. And Man. if you've so ever school, watched that, school, that, that is a very funny um, start for both of those two into like the Hollywood business. They pretty much put up all their money um, for it. And it showed like very early, like how black comedians had to actually get their stuff out into the theaters, out into the, the public eye. They had to basically work hard and put up all their money for it. And um, from that, I mean, he did I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, which another funny uh, comedy film for me. Uh, and then on top of that, In Living Color, which brought out the best in Damon Wayans. It brought you Shine and Marlon Wayans. It brought you Jim Carrey, Jamie Foxx. J-Lo, without this man, there's not a, a whole lot of comedians that would have had a, a, a where they're at Tommy now. Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson, David Allen Greer. I mean, that list can keep on going. Like, he put out some, some names. Facts. Um, I mean, I give it to you. He did, I mean, Living Color, you know, he put out some names, and he definitely represented, but to be number four? Number four on your list? I'm going to have to do you like you do me. I ain't never heard you talk about no Keenan Ivory Waynes and nothing. <laughs> Except for maybe Low Get Down Dirty tonight. Shame. Maybe Low Down Dirty Shame. And I give it to you on that. So, that so I've, never, that, that, that. I've never brought up In Living Color, John. You got your damn mind. I, I don't remember. I don't you remember you talking about those specific scenes mind. with Keenan Ivory Waynes. I never remember you, you talking about. Mind. Never. Never. Never with Keenan, though. Okay. Never. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, John B., Number four, who you got? I'm rolling with Rock, Chris Rock, number four. Nice, nice. Uh, Good choice. I also had Chris Rock as number four. Okay, so okay, great minds. You talking on this some one. sense tonight. Okay, great minds <laughs> on this one. I mean, you know, he had the, the classic line, you know, classic uh, you know, role in uh, New Jack City. So you know, that was a classic one. And then, you know, he had the classic standards. Bigger and blacker probably is one of my if not the personal favorite, definitely high on the list uh, when it comes to personal favorite stand ups. So, I mean, he always killed it. He brought the social commentary, and then he always been able, you know, was able to mix it in and make it in a way that, you know, everybody could understand it. You know, I mean, he had that classic line where he talked about, you know, I'm, you know, I'm rich and I'm famous, and there still isn't a white guy in here that will trade places with me. And, you know, he said, and I'm, I'm wealthy, yeah, you know, and yeah, he said they still yeah. wouldn't trade places. Like, oh, no, no, I think I'm going to hold on to this white thing and roll it out for a little bit. So, you know, he definitely, you know, held it down. And then, you know, he had, uh, you know, Down to Earth was a favorite of mine. Um, he had the show Everybody Loves Chris, you know, which kind of has grown on me in the later years. Um, but Chris Rock, I'm on with him at number four. Yeah, I definitely can agree. He was number four on my list, too. Uh, one thing that uh, kind of stuck out to me since we were doing this list was uh, his post on Instagram. He actually just posted something that kind of got some controversy. Uh, it had to do with the mass shootings. He actually uh, posted a uh, photo on there, and it said, um, uh, when a mass shooter is announced, 
uh, it had a picture of Betty White, and you know that's what that's what the whole joke was. You know, the mass shooter, I Betty White. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you know that's that's typical Chris Rock. You know, that's that's how he gets down. I mean, from Saturday Night Live, his HBO specials, Bring the Pain, uh, Bigger and Blacker, uh, his show, uh, the Never Scared one. I mean, I, his comedy is classic and hila- uh, hilarious to me. Legend series. Shannon, chat us up. How you feeling about our number four? Um, definitely uh, nothing wrong with Chris Rock at all. I'm surprised y'all didn't uh, mention Everybody Hates Chris. Uh, John um, mentioned him. Mentioned that, actually. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. His more focus was on Down to Earth, which to me was probably not even close to one of his best films. It was a sleeper. It was a sleeper to be. Yeah, I slept good. on it, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, like, you know, I, I hand y'all credit because his stand-ups were hilarious. Um, the last one, Tambourine on Netflix, it started out good, but kind of died off at the end there. But nonetheless, like you can't take away anything that that man has done for uh, comedy in the past few decades. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. All right. Number three, Shannon, chat me up. Now, if y'all going to hate on this one, y'all all can kiss my ass. Um, Richard Pryor at number three. Okay, got to respect the legend. Got the legend out there. Another one of those pioneers who brought in a lot of inspiration, like after him, with like Eddie and and Martin and so many countless other comedians that he kind of helped bring aboard. And not to mention, like, his stand ups were amazing, but for me, it was some of the stuff that he did, like, outside of that, like the movies that he was in. He was in the Mac. To me, one of my favorite uh, black exploitation uh, movies at that time, Harlem Nights. Um, Which Way Is Up is my personal favorite movie from him. Um, uh, JoJo Dancer, The Toy. I remember watching that as a kid, and I just thought that was some hilarious shit right there. Um, Brewster's Millions. I mean, who hasn't thought of the, if you had a million dollars to spend, what would you do? Like, that's a question that always yeah. comes up, and it always will. And he was able to put that on film and show us what he actually Wasn't would he in do. Superman 2? Uh, Superman, Superman 3. Superman 3. He was in Superman 3. Um, not one of my favorite uh, Superman films, but... Uh, you know, you, you keep putting out trash films from everyone. That's your M.O. right now. John, it's all good, though. I was not trying to have that on my list for him. Hey, to me, that was know. more of a black eye. But, <laughs> I mean, he had to get paid. He got to pay for them drugs that he was doing. Oh, so, shit. Okay. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. John B. Chat me up. <laughs> who, who you got for number three? <laughs> number three, I'm rolling with Chappelle. Dave Chappelle at number three. Chappelle uh, Show. The Chappelle Show. Uh, he had that classic stand-up with Killing Me Softly back in the early uh, 2000s. I mean, that one had me, I mean, it still has me dying every time I watch it. I mean, it's still relevant today. I mean, he absolutely killed it. I mean, he had a classic role in Nutty Professor. Um, as a stand-up comedian, I mean, he absolutely, oh, I mean, that just is, just, I mean, a classic role for him. I mean, I loved him in Blue Street. I mean, all his little, you know, cameos and roles that he's been in. I mean, Half-Baked is, you know, a personal favorite of mine as well. Um, you know, then, of course, the Chappelle Show. All the classic characters came out of there, you know. I'm Rick James, bitch, you know, and Man. all them, you know, all the classic lines with Prince and, um, you know, Charlie Murphy and, and you know, and, and uh, who was the, uh, uh the guy that used to write for Richard Pryor, that was uh, on Paul there. Mooney. Paul Mooney, yeah, mm-hmm. was, yeah, he was on there all the time too. So, 
Yeah, he represented. He did his thing, and then he came back later with these. Uh, what was it? Two Netflix specials that he did, mm-hmm. yeah. and he. I mean, to me, he killed him. One was a little bit funnier than the other, but um, he still came back, and to me, hadn't lost a step. So I'm on with Chappelle for me, number three. Perfect, perfect, John B. You own it tonight. I feel you. Dave Chappelle was my number three as well. Okay, you know, from, okay. he was on Def Comedy Jam for a little bit. Like you said, the I Nutty Professor. One of the most uh, cult stoner films of all time, Half Baked. You know, that was one of my personal favorite movies right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then he left for (laughs) Africa for a while. Went there for, you know, eight years, I believe, after he... after the uh, Chappelle show and then uh, came back in 2013, did his Netflix special. So Dave Chappelle, number three on my list. Shannon, how you feeling about Dave Chappelle? Um, definitely funny dude. I just could not have him on my list. Um, like outside of like stand up in the Chappelle show, like I didn't like, I, and I would say like the Nutty Professor, that little part, I just really didn't get into him like that outside of the, the stand ups in the Chappelle show. Oh, that's disappointing because you missed a lot, man. He was a funny dude, man. Still is. I didn't still miss that much. Right. I, I just said the stand-up since Chappelle show. Uh, all right. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, most of the people are going to agree outside of those two things, the stand-ups and Chappelle show, that's it. Uh, they coming with the half-baked, too. Don't, don't forget that. Okay. <laughs> all right, y'all. We're going to take a pause for the calls. We'll be right back with the final two of our top five comedians. Hold on. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation Tools allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We back from break. The Nation of Podcation Top 5 Comedians down to the final two. But before we get started, got something special for y'all tonight. A guest in the house, my homie Josh. Y'all call him Josh. We call him Squirrels. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, fellas? First guest that we've ever had. How you feeling tonight? I'm I'm feeling honored. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Um, I'm Squirrels, your Squirrel Heavyweight Champion. Okay. Leader of the new Squirrel Order. That's me. Uh, no, I just, uh, I, I'm glad to be here. I wanted to uh, make a few comments on the first half so far. Excellent. Um, Give us some thoughts. What just, you think so little, far about our list? Little little analysis. Uh, I'll start with Shannon. Um, I'm going to scoot my chair over a little bit, though, before I start making my comments. You might swing at you. Yeah, I'm trying to get out of that reaching distance. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about Adam Sandler at number five. Uh, overall body of work. Uh, I can I can see where you're able to make the argument, but I don't know if Adam Sandler's done a whole lot in the last 15 years for me that that I found too too funny compared to what I'm used to from the late 90s, mid 90s, uh, you know that era, maybe even a little bit early 2000s. So get um, um, top five, okay, you know, <laughs> but uh, 
I actually would would take that though over your number four pick, which was uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans roasting, getting, <laughs> and uh, you guys already kind of kind of took the words out of my mouth on that one. But uh, he's no bum, you know. But I, I felt like it was kind of a reach. He, you know, sort of a little bit of a reach on number four. Uh, but he, you know, to, to Shannon's credit, he did open the door for a lot of people and and uh, facts. Help get a lot of people yeah. in, but he had a solid recovery with his uh, number three with Richard Pryor. No, no argument there. No, the no contestant. That's yeah, him. Richard Pryor was hilarious. Total legend. Uh, nothing bad to say there. So facts, facts. All right, what you got about John B's list? John B, uh, you know, you can't argue too much. Um, I, I like Martin Lawrence. Maybe, maybe not as much, but I like the Chris Rock pick. He's always been one of my favorites. Um, I always love everything he does, and just his delivery cracks me up. I, you know, sometimes that raw and aggressive. Yeah, man. Sometimes I uh, I go through these weird little phases where like his voice is the voice of my head and my internal dialogue. You oh, know, shit. and it's, <laughs> it makes life a little more entertaining. You should try it sometime. Okay. Kind of like changing your Siri to the British guy. Or oh, the okay. Well, John B doesn't know about Siri, but the rest of us oh, do. But yes. Anyway. <laughs> Get a damn iPhone. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I did think it was interesting. Both you and John B. had uh, had Dave Chappelle in your number three spot, which... Uh, yes, sir. Also one of my favorite comedians. Almost hard to think of a, you know, you look like Chappelle's show. I, it's hard to think of a skit that wasn't hilarious. Right. Uh, you know, All of it. I mean, you look at skit comedy shows and stuff like that. I mean, Saturday Night Live. Even when they, he did his own little take on the real world and had, oh, man, that whole. Everything. Oh, my gosh. We man. could sit here for two hours and just talk about, you know, and anytime somebody brings up Chappelle's show, that's what happens is you just talk about all the funny moments and and uh, just just legendary things. I mean, it's that, that set the bar, I think, for, for so much of that. And, yeah, I know he took that hiatus and, and it – it's I, I think I understand why he did it, but and we missed him while he was gone. But man, definitely missed one of the funniest dudes ever. Uh, and you had Chris Rock in there too. Um, but I am with with John B and Shannon as far as uh, mentioning Soul Plane on your uh, Kevin oh, Hart okay. shoutouts, man. Uh, I, got... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so, to defend it, but <laughs> he's trying. Yeah, yes, I'll go. So. That's what's up. That's so what's that's up. my breakdown of the uh, the first half so far. So I appreciate you letting me throw that in there. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Well, back to the list. We got to go ahead and finish yes, up sir. and get this number two going. Uh, Shannon, I'm going to go ahead and have you start it off. Finish us up. Number two, what so, you got? Number two, this is the reason why I wanted to save my comments on uh, John's pick. Uh, Martin Lawrence is my number two. Um, if it wasn't okay. for him hosting uh, Def Comedy Jam first, I don't think it would have went as long as it did. Um, out of that, it gave so many people opportunities. And let's be honest, like Martin, I'm surprised he was never a host for anything else because he did a stand-up job um, as host for that show. Um, show. On top of that, like... Show. You So Crazy, Run Tell That, um, two of my favorite stand-ups of all time. Definitely. Um, Martin Lawrence Show. I mean, we had that on the uh, the 90s sitcom episode. Mm -hmm. um, if it wasn't mm -hmm. for Will Smith, um, Fresh Prince, that easily could have took my number one. Um, 
based on like just his pure comedy and his ability to switch out characters like he does even in his movies and I mean like the movies goodness like bad boys he made a serious like action movie some lightheartedness made it funny both um, of them blue yeah. streak and yep. I honestly uh, now that you mentioned both of them I can't wait for bad boys 3 to uh, hit next year as well I think that's going to be a, one of those movies where we're going to be like yeah this is this completes the trilogy yeah, um, that's, yeah. 400 I think that's million box good. office watch I can't Woo. wait um, also like just countless other things that he's been a part of and, and some of the people that he's helped like change the game like Tracy Morgan and, and countless others like giving people opportunities. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle even also when he on um, Blue Street. Blue Street, yeah. 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 So I mean like that guy right there, he's one of those people like you can tell he's like a, a branch off of Richard Pryor and, and Eddie Murphy. Definitely, definitely. John B, how you feeling about Shannon's number two? Yeah, uh, he definitely represented with that one, I can't lie. He definitely uh definitely held it down. I mean I can't really disagree with with too much, uh, to be honest. I mean he's making a good making a good case, so definitely, definitely. I can't argue with that either. Uh John B, chat me up, you're number two, who you got? Number two on the personal favorite <clears throat> list for me, I got Sinbad at my number two. Um, all of his stand-ups to me have been <laughs> absolutely like <laughs> have been just like <laughs> sorry, we keep interrupting. We're gonna let you say your piece, my father. <laughs> Uh, on HBO, he had two stand-up specials that were both, I mean, they were up there as far as, I mean, for somebody that did not cuss or any of that, you know, didn't use any of that type of language in any of his stand-ups, he was able to tell a story and, I mean, make everybody laugh with it. I mean, he just absolutely killed it. Even the special he did on uh, Comedy Central um, some years back, um, was it, I'm was, not dead or something. Wasn't that what it was called? Like I'm not dead. Yeah. Like, that man. Been? Yeah, he had his like his Wikipedia had him as like deceased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I had a uh, you know a different world in my number one for our sitcoms, and he used to play a role on there. You know, back in the day, <laughs> oh, and God. you know, so I mean, it just all ties in. I mean, all his little, I mean, little spots in all of his movies. I mean, even with Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger too. Uh, you know, his little cameos in, you know, Good Burger and Coneheads and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, I've always liked his stuff. I mean, so personal favorite for me, number two, Sinbad. Okay, that's what's up. I didn't think we'd get a Sinbad shout out tonight. Yes. That's what's up. Shout out Sinbad. Yeah. Uh, all I know is on Squirrel's uh, final like recap where we kind of like come together and, and sit down on this uh, and you just brought up Adam Sandler nothing good in the past 15 years this man was this, this man was dead on Wikipedia like, dead. dead gone like dead dead like everyone thought this man was like out of there and, and, and y'all gonna sit up here and, and say get him get him okay Squirrels getting yeah. when when the recap come around because that's some bullshit if I ain't never heard of it in my life. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you, Shannon. I'm gonna have to go with you on that. Yeah, I ain't heard too much from Sinbad. I mean, damn near since uh, in a different world. But I feel you're gonna ride that uh, in a different world all the way to the wheels fall off. Yeah, it got you. you that down to the ground crown. <laughs> it might take you down with it again. Uh, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number two, I went with uh, George Carlin. Uh, he's one of my personal favorite 
comedians of all time talk about American culture. Oh, here we go. I hear the the size already. <laughs> talk about religion, uh, politics, death, everyday life. 14 HBO stand-up specials, um, complaints and uh, grievances is one of my favorites. Life is worth losing. He was in all type of films as well. Car Wash, one of them crazy uh, cult classics. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, he was just as, you know, just a uh, guest in that. He was a guest in a Jay and Silent Bob, Dogma, Cars, uh, Tarzan too. So he's one of my favorite comedians of all time. Most politically. Uh, he just uh, all around just the poli uh, politics and the uh, just his satire and everything is just great, fellas. You can chat me up. How y'all feeling about George Carlin? Um, this to me is the first time <laughs> I've ever in my life of knowing you ever mentioned damn George Carlin. Okay, all the movies you just named from him. Like Ooh, we're from 1970. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. But they're all movies mentioned that you've never in your life told us. Hey, y'all gotta go check that out. That's that dogma. <laughs> Dogmas. Where is that, guys? Uh, I'm just saying those were just some things he played in. But he was a hell of a comedian. I mean, you should check him out if you're not down with that. Down with I that. Mean, cause I, I feel I've you always on watched that, him. But uh, yeah, it's hard to believe that you got him up so damn high. Ah, I mean, I'm telling you, he's a legend, man. You should do your homework, man. Do I your homework. I ain't got to do my damn homework. How I know is that this is not, this can't be true. This is not your two. This is right. not your I'm trying two. to tell you. All right, let's, let's pause then. John B., chat me up. How you feeling about George Carlin? And let him know that I fuck with George Carlin. I mean, come on. Today. <laughs> today. We were watching some, you know, the old school clips from a lot of his different stand-up specials. And, I mean, you know, he is good on the stand-up stuff. But, I mean, like, I was chatting to be that high on your list. I mean, to not really be in, like, these movies, like, I mean, nothing memorable <laughs> from any of these movies. I mean, he did have the specials, but I'm surprised he's at your number two as well. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, it is what it is, man. Like I said, as far as like stand-up comedians, because that's what we—that was the basis of the argument we were talking about today. He's one of my personal favorite stand-up comedians. I mean, obviously, because I put him at number two, so <laughs> that's just how I feel. It is what it is. All right, on to the last one, our number one. Number one. Who y'all got? Number one all-time comedian. Uh, Shannon, chat me up. Um. So, I, I think we should all be in agreement on this one. Easy work. Um, Easy work. Mr. Eddie Murphy. Facts. 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 Big facts. Facts. I mean, this man right here, like, let's not just talk about Delirious and Raw. Let's, let's go on to, you know, like, the movies that we all mm -hmm. grew up off of. And even when we got of age... Uh, we would still revisit those movies. We would still, like, see some of the newer stuff that he was coming back with. I mean, he had that little spell where he had a couple bad movies. But then after that, he bounced back with uh, with Nutty Professor 1 and 2. He kept Man. coming with it. Um, I don't want to, you know, steal all of his stuff, like, as far as, you know, just talking on it. So, John, what you got? I mean, honestly, Coming to America was, like, one of those... I mean, just one of those movies you had in the household that just, I mean, I mean, every household, every black household back in the day had, 
you know, uh, a few classic tapes in there. You had Color Purple in there somewhere around in there. Oh you had, uh, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You had Coming to America somewhere in there. I mean, it's just one of those just true essence films. Like, I mean, he just, he killed it with that. And, I mean, that just kind of really, for me, just really hooked me as a big-time fan. I mean, everything else, I as I got older, you know, got to, you know, learn more about and, you know, stuff like that as far as his stand-ups, you know, and all that type of stuff. And his movies always killed it. Um, he did it. He did his thing. He's just a legend. I mean, even with his TV show, The PJs, he just had a way of being able to, you know, do all these different voices. And, you know, that's what I liked about Coming to America, too. You know, he played all these different roles. You know, he even dressed up, you know, like the old guy. And, I mean, all this stuff. And to, you know, be able to seamlessly transition and all that, that's – he's got talent. He's just he's, – he's a legend. He's definitely. A legend. I'm going to have to agree with you guys. Uh, Eddie Murphy, definitely number one. I mean, from – I mean, I, you know, got introduced to Eddie Murphy through the uh, Beverly Hills Cop series. That was really what got my attention, and uh, those were always funny movies to me. And then Harlem Nights, uh, you know, that's a classic. I mean, he had Red Fox and Richard Pryor in there, two legends uh, themselves. Uh, obviously, um, uh, Boomerang, Vampire in Brooklyn, uh, The Nutty Professor when he played the Clumps, the entire family, the, both of those movies. Uh, Shrek, he's Donkey. Um, Norbit, uh, that was one of, that was a slept on movie. Oh, you know, a lot of people, Norbit. you know, make a lot of Norbit uh, references, and you know, so just all the characters that he played. Um, Let's not forget about life with him and Martin. Oh yeah, yeah, Ooh. definitely, yeah. That was a that was a cult classic as well. And they're supposed to be making a Coming to America too. I've yeah. heard that's supposed to be coming out uh, next yeah. next year, supposedly December twenty twenty. So. Okay, so that's uh, that's dimension? something. Uh, yeah, in our dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. So Eddie Murphy, number one on our list. The so, goat, the legend. So John B, I'm gonna have you go through as usual. I'm gonna have you go through as usual and give us your list five to one. You know how we always do about this time. Get us started. All right. Number five for me was Martin Lawrence. Number four, Chris Rock. Number three, Dave Chappelle. Number two, Sinbad. And number one, the GOAT, Eddie Murphy. Shannon, you're up. Number five, Adam Sandler. Number four, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Number three, Richard Pryor. Number two, Martin Lawrence. Number one, Eddie Murphy. All right, and mine, number five was Kevin Hart. Number four was Chris Rock. Number three was Dave Chappelle. Number two was George Carlin. Number one was Eddie Murphy. Fellas, we made it through the list. Josh, squirrels as we know you. How do you feel about how <laughs> our list rounded out tonight? Well, we're going live to squirrels on the streets. Uh, actually, wasn't wasn't a bad finish. Um, you know, I, like I said before, I, I I like Martin Lawrence a lot. I respect Martin Lawrence. He was kind of in the middle of everybody's list. Um, you know, Shannon's number two. Um, John B. Can we talk about the Sinbad thing Man, for a minute? Talk, you know, we can talk, we can talk about, about it. it. <laughs> I we mean, can about it. we can definitely talk about know, it. Uh, 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 I, I did give Shannon some heat about uh, about his picks, but he was right about Sinbad being in there. I don't know, man. I mean, Sinbad's funny, but uh, one of the only things I remember from Sinbad is a movie that apparently doesn't even exist at all. Facts. So that we were talking about that half of us remember and half of us don't. Oh but we won't go down that rabbit hole too far. But uh, <laughs> <Please don't. laughs> 
Um, and then uh, O'Shea with the George Carlin pick, actually, uh, you know, one of one of my favorites. Um, Thank you. I, I overall body work, like you know, I don't like the Beatles, but I respect the, who the Beatles are. You know what I mean? Right. I don't listen to the Beatles, that kind of thing. But it, it that, that's the best analogy I can give you for it. But but I do love George Carlin because. He figures out a way to work wisdom in and talk about real things that make you think and Facts. get your head spinning, but also do it in a, a hilarious way. So I always respected that about George Carlin because I felt like I was learning something about life at the same time mm-hmm. I was laughing my ass off. So exactly, uh, love like these George, boys on that. <laughs> there he goes. Yeah, that, I like the George Carlin pick a lot, and uh, I also really like the Eddie Murphy pick. Um, I want to ask you something though before I, before I, before I uh, reveal this. So, let me ask you guys what you think. Which is the better special, Raw or Delirious? Oh, that's tough. Uh, for me, I would say Raw, um, just because <laughs> it was a little bit more uh, relevant. It was it holds a little bit better to me. It holds up a, a whole lot better. Like just from the intro of it, where they had like the little skit. Um, and then just the whole presentation of it, it seemed more mainstream, um, and the jokes to me were more uh, well thought out and more raw, in my personal opinion. Facts, you touched touched it, uh, John B. <laughs> John B. Don't care. No, John B. Cares. It's, it's I think. <laughs> well, my I, I'm I'm gonna go against the grain on that one because, uh, but I, I've had this argument with a lot of people. But Delirious is probably my favorite stand-up special of all time. Okay. When he was, I love when he does his, the impressions of his drunk dad. It just it, it kills me. Uh, you know, I got some ice cream. Yeah. I got some ice cream. <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah, I, I like the Eddie Murphy pick a lot. Uh, one other thing that I was going to throw in here, and, and I'm giving you guys a little behind the scenes. So before this started, uh, Shannon was letting John B. know that he used the word classic a little bit too much, so we got to come up with some different wordplay. But I was keeping count. I was keeping score on both of them, actually, through Talk the about podcast. It. Talk about and it. And we actually have a tie for the amount of use of the word classic between classic. John B. and Shannon. So uh, just, just I figured I don't know if we have any statistics, but maybe that's the first official statistic of the okay. nation of podcasts. So uh, you know, it's a classic statistic to start things off. Uh, that's the most exciting information I could give you at the moment. So I'm, I'm just gonna let it go from there. But thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. All right, that's what's so. up. That's what's <laughs> up. All right, well we're gonna wrap it up this week. Uh, y'all know how we do it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Y'all have a great week. Let us know what you think.